This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Veterans Affairs is not immune to the COVID surge plaguing other healthcare providers. Another damning report from GSA's Inspector General on its response to the pandemic. And there will soon be even more teleworking options for federal employees. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Like everywhere else, the Department of Veterans Affairs is battling its own COVID-19 surge across the country. We get more from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. VA hospitals are tracking nearly 14,000 active cases among veterans and others, including almost 1,200 COVID cases among employees. A total of 172 VA employees have died due to complications from COVID-19, including 26 employees this month alone. VA says that's the highest number of COVID-related employee deaths in a month since the pandemic began. Nicole Legrisco, Federal News Network. The General Services Administration did not always take appropriate steps to limit exposure to COVID-19 in federal buildings, according to its inspector general. In a review of 33 positive COVID cases, the IG says GSA's public building service did not give contractors the correct scope of work to conduct detailed cleaning and disinfection services. This marks the third report GSA's IG has issued, raising concerns over the agency's response to the pandemic. GSA says it's responded to more than 15,000 COVID-19 incidents across hundreds of federal buildings and thousands of leased properties. GSA is giving the federal workforce new teleworking options. Federal News Network's Story Heckman has those details. GSA is awarding a first-of-its-kind contract to WeWork and four other pre-approved contractors to provide flexible workspaces for federal employees. The federal government is the nation's largest occupier of office space and didn't have an established co-working acquisition vehicle until this award. GSA recently announced it would allow federal employees to telework out of its headquarters in order to reduce the federal real estate footprint. Jory Heckman Federal News Network. Leaders within the administrative office of U.S. courts have voiced their opposition to a new bipartisan bill which would grant federal judiciary workers the same whistleblower protections and anti-discrimination rights as federal employees. In a letter to the House Judiciary Committee, Rosalind Moskoff, director of the office, says the bill fails to recognize the robust safeguards that are already in place within the judiciary to protect its employees. The Defense Department is continuing to realign its space bureaucracy. Officials have begun sketching out the transition of the Space Development Agency from the Office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Research and Engineering to the Space Force. The fledgling SDA is working to deploy a new national defense space architecture. The constellation will one day consist of hundreds of satellites for tracking missiles, providing positioning data, and facilitating communications. The agency is expected to continue that work while it completes the shift to the Space Force by October 2022. The Pentagon's move to zero trust security is gaining more traction. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Defense Department will establish a new zero trust portfolio management office this fall. DOD Chief Information Officer John Sherman announced the news this week. The office will be overseen by the DOD Chief Information Security Officer within Sherman's organization. He says the move to a zero trust architecture is intended to shift the advantage away from cyber attackers by assuming they're already on DOD's network. 
The strategy relies on a range of technologies and methods, including new identity, credential, and access management solutions. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Drug Enforcement Administration is moving quickly to undertake a major review of its overseas operations after a critical Inspector General report. The IG found the DEA's headquarters-based management and oversight of agency-supported foreign law enforcement units were insufficient and increased risks to all parties. Administrator Ann Milgram ordered a top-to-bottom review of its 91 foreign operations that will be overseen by an independent team. The review will make recommendations to increase the integrity and accountability of DEA's international operations. The Veterans Benefits Administration's GI Bill modernization effort is underway. VBA rolled out new text messaging features for veterans using the GI Bill. It's also building a new online portal for students and schools. VA says the goal is to automate up to 80% of the GI benefits process so the agency can process a claim in five days or less and reduce the potential for mistakes. The department has a 10-year managed service contract to modernize GI benefits, but veterans will see most of the customer-facing updates within the next year and a half. A major federal supply chain risk management initiative reaches the end of the beginning. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us how. The process to remove a technology product or exclude a company because of supply chain risks is final. The Federal Acquisition Security Council issued a long-awaited final rule yesterday with minimal changes to the interim rule issued last September. The FASC made only changes to simplify or clarify the processes. The 44-page rule outlines how the FASC will share supply chain risk information with other agencies and the public. It also details the processes by which the FASC will make removal and exclusion recommendations to DOD, DHS, and ODNI. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Treasury Department's Bureau of the Fiscal Service is setting short-term goals to improve financial management over the next few years. Commissioner Tim Gribben, in a letter to agency chief financial officers, says the Bureau will migrate 70 of its data sets off legacy formats by 2024. Gribben says the shared financial management systems will help the federal government save more than $600 million by 2023. And she may strut her cute self back and forth in Las Vegas, but she's a serious federal law enforcement officer. Here's Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The golden retriever known as Alona has been voted the cutest canine of the Transportation Security Administration. Alona won out of a field of 77 smart and good-looking dogs put forth for the public to vote on, edging out two German Shepherds and a Belgian Malinois. Alona works as a sniffer-outer of bombs and explosives at McCarran International Airport and is one of 1,000 canines employed by TSA. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. holiday, whether you're making a Fred Meyer Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Fred Meyer has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone.